Hoffaday, and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. It's Friday, April 12th, 3.05 p.m. here in the studios, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, right here in Barragata, Guam. Glad to have you with us today. My name's Jared Baldwin. I am your host. This is episode 310. 310 episodes of Live Till 5, six years on the air. And if you are listening to this live broadcast on Friday afternoon, we do this on Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m. At least we have for the last 310 Fridays. We also rebroadcast this show in its entirety, Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 and 9 p.m. So you can catch us on the rebound, Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Glad to have you with us today. Now, if you're just tuning in, this is our grand finale broadcast. Not to be a downer or anything, but this is our last broadcast of Live Till 5, at least for now. You are tuning in to a very special, momentous occasion for us. We're going to be talking about different things we've been able to do over the years with Live Till 5 and having different guests drop in the studio for the next two hours. So please stay tuned. We are grateful for you, the listening audience. And uh, as you listen to this grand finale episode of Live Till 5, I think you'll really enjoy it. Maybe a few voices from the past and some familiar segments. We do hope to entertain you a little bit. As always, we also want to edify you, build you up in your Christian walk, encourage you, educate you, and just in general, give you a nice Friday afternoon alternative. You might be driving home after picking up the kids from school. Maybe you had to brave the car line of your school of choice. We want to be a blessing to you. Maybe the kids are in the car with you, and this is the way to distract them. You're welcome. Saturdays, a lot of parents are driving around to soccer games and grocery stores and running errands, and you might be heading to work or heading home from work. Sunday nights, a lot of people heading home from church. And we rebroadcast the show, all two hours of it, for that reason. Because we know a lot of people can't listen to two straight hours of this show, but they might catch a few minutes Friday and then catch a few minutes Saturday, a few minutes Sunday night. So glad to have you listening, however you're listening, wherever you're listening. Speaking of wherever, you can go to khmg.org and listen on live. Just click on the listen button right there when you first pull up khmg.org. And you can listen to a beautiful crystal clear stream of everything we're broadcasting here on KHMG. Not just this show, but everything. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Glad to have you tuning in that way as well. I've been doing that a lot at my desk lately, listening to KHMG through the website, and it works really well. It also tells you uh, something I learned on there is it shows you what song is being sung at the time. Sometimes you know you hear a good song, you're like, I wonder who's singing that. Well, it actually gives you like a little graphic and tells you who the the uh, musician is and the name of the song, name of the, the album, if that little album cover artwork is available, it's on there as well. So it's it's kind of a neat little tool, great way to stay tuned in throughout the day. You can keep it on in the background and turn it up during songs and, and programs that uh, you really enjoy and that are really meeting a need in your life. That's why we do it. KHMG.org as well has archives of many, many hundreds and hundreds of sermons and different Messages that have been taught here at Harvest at one time or another, preached here at Harvest one time or another, and you can download those 
as resources. You can look up messages based on speaker, Bible passage, topic, and uh, that's all there as a resource for you. We love to hear from you. You can email us through our website at khmg.org, but most of the people that contact us actually contact us through our Facebook page. Harvest Family Radio Guam is on Facebook. Just look us up, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Follow us, and then you'll get updates every time we upload a new podcast or maybe we have some new songs that we've uploaded to our library and we want you to know about them or uh, different broadcasts, other broadcasts that we produce here like Take Note and some of those other programs are also available there. Now, we love having you tuning in. And every week on Fridays, we take right towards the front of the show and we talk about things that are happening this month. And this happens to be the month of April. And this list was provided to me by none other than Bob the Librarian slash Registrar slash All Around. Great guy. As I told Bob in email yesterday, he might be the only librarian I actually know. But he's the best librarian I know. And this list was provided to me by him. And uh, the month of April, it's National Card and Letter Writing Month. Child Abuse Prevention Month, you'll see a lot of billboards and and, uh, advertisements up around the island about that. National Decorating Month, Distracted Driving Awareness, Donate Life, Facial Protection, Financial Capability, Florida Tomato, Food Month, Frog Month, Garden Month, Garlic, Greyhound Adoption, and Grilled Cheese, all in the same month. Heartworm Awareness, Humor Month, Kite Month. Uh, Let's see here. Landscape Architecture Month. Multiple Birth Awareness, Occupational Therapy, Parkinson's Awareness, Pecan or Pecan Month. Pest Management, Pet First Aid Awareness. Quite a few things happening in April here. Poetry Month, Rebuilding Month, Safe Digging Month. Uh, Let's see here. Sjogren's Syndrome, Social Security Month, Soft Pretzel Month, Soy Foods, Welding, Youth Sports Safety, Therapy, oh, Occupational Therapy, Parliamentary Law, Pharmacists' War on Diabetes, Physical Wellness, Prevention of Lyme Disease in Dogs, That's, that's a very specific thing, School Library Media Month, Straw Hat Month, Stress Awareness Month, couple others here. Tomatillo and Asian Pear Month. That's that's an odd combination, but... Uh, Women's Eye Health and Safety Month. Workplace Conflict Awareness. World Habitat. And Worldwide Bereaved Spouses Awareness Month. Those are all things that are happening as monthly observances in the month of April. Here's some weekly observances. Now, today is the 12th. If you're listening to live broadcast, of course, Saturday the 13th and Sunday the 14th, you can catch the Rebound broadcast but on the 13th, for example, International Wildlife Film Week, 13th through the 19th. Animal Control Officer Appreciation Week, 14th through the 20th. Holy Week, 14th through the 20th. Karaoke Week. Uh, dog Bite Prevention. Uh, public, pub, public Safety Telecommunicators, 911 Operators Week. Student Employment Week is coming up. Pan American Week. World Irish Dancing Week. Not going to celebrate that personally, but Occupational Health Nursing Week starts on the 15th. Cleaning for a Reason Week starts on the 18th, and Consumer Awareness Week also starts on the 18th. Those are weekly observances. 
Now down to some of the sometimes odd but very interesting daily observances. Today being the 12th is American Immigration Lawyers Association Day of Action. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Deer Day, which is Drop Everything and Read Day. Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. What a great day. Um, let's see here. National Donate Life, Blue and Green Day. Licorice Day. And then tomorrow is Baby Massage Day. International Creativity and Innovation Day. Special Librarians Day. Make Lunch Count Day. Peach Cobbler Day. Uh, let's see here. Scrabble Day. Hmm. Take Your Parent to the Playground Day and Thomas Jefferson Day. Sunday, Air Force Reserve Birthday. Uh, let's see here. International Moment of Laughter Day. Look Up at the Sky Day. Dolphin Day, Pecan Day, Palm Sunday. Pathologist Assistance Day. The 15th, Boston Marathon. Ooh, got to watch that. The Boston Marathon. Income Tax Pr- Preparation Day. Jackie Robinson Day. McDonald's Day. National Glazed Spiraled Ham Day. Ooh. Uh, let's see here. Rubber Eraser Day. Tax Day. Titanic Remembrance Day. And World Art Day. The 16th, Day of the Mushroom. Uh, National Eggs Benedict Day. Librarian Day. Make sure you give uh, Bob Shuck a big hug on Librarian Day, the 16th. Uh, let's see here. Wear your pajamas to work day. I just saw some of the kids here at school. It was pajama day. Uh, the 17th is uh, Ellis Island Family History Day. Ford Mustang Day. International Bat Appreciation Day. Cheese Ball Day. Haiku Poetry Day. And Hemophilia Day. World Hemophilia Day. And then finally, the 18th. Adult Autism Day, Animal Crackers Birthday, which you really don't see animal crackers very much anymore. That used to be a staple in the church nursery, a big clear container of animal crackers. I used to like to get the real animal crackers, not the off-brand, but the real animal crackers in the little box. Yeah, those were cool. little wax paper bag. Anyway, Get to Know Your Customers Day is also the 18th. Amateur Radio Day. Uh, let's see here. International Day for Monuments and Sites. Jugglers Day. Columnists Day. High Five Day. National Lineman Appreciation Day. I think that's not football linemen. Those are electricians. Pet Owners Independence Day. And Poem in Your Pocket Day. Those are just some of the observances that are happening this month, this week, and these days in the month of April. Now, we are going to take a short break for Harvest Highlights. These are always entertaining. A fan favorite. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. Episode 310, the grand finale episode. So stay tuned. It is 3.15 p.m. here on Friday, April 12th in the KHMG studios. Glad to have you with us today. More live till 5 after Harvest Highlights. back with a little more live till five it's friday 
April 12th, 3.22 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. On this episode 310, the grand finale episode. Joined in studio. Now, if you go on our Facebook right now, you can actually see these people. Which, they probably didn't know that when they came in. I gotta move out of the way, because you can't see uh, Brian. And then, you know, TB just squatted down behind the the back of the counter there, so she doesn't have to be on the camera. But, uh, I have... Chris, Brian, and Patty all in studio with me here. And um, Chris and Patty, which we usually refer to as CW and PC, uh, oftentimes will send a message during the show uh, to correct maybe something I might have said. Or uh, Matter of fact, PC even uh, donated some books in the past that helped me create different segments for the show. So now, Patty, have you been on the show before? Uh, a couple times. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. I, I, it all kind of blurs together. After 310 of them, sometimes it's a little little fuzzy. But uh, And then Chris has been on before. And Brian, you've been on before too, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, great. Well, let's just take a few minutes to uh, walk down memory lane hand in hand here. It's the theater of the mind. You, you know that, that, that scene in The Wizard of Oz where they're all skipping down the yellow brick road together? That's kind of what we're doing, but the radio version. One of us needs to be the Scarecrow. One of us needs to be Dorothy. One needs to be the Lion, and one needs to be the Tin Man. I'm Tin Man. Rawr! A lion. That makes you the Scarecrow. You only had a brain. And Patty, of course, is Dorothy. And then Tammy in the back there is Toto, I guess. So there you go. So we are all together now. And uh, so... Actually, as we as we kind of get into this segment for a few minutes, I invited all all these folks up. We're gonna we're having a little reception up here as as we wrap up this last episode of Live Till Five, the grand finale. I just want to invite some of our friends up. People have been listening. People that have participated one way or the other in the past. So um, as we just we don't have to talk about the show necessarily, but uh, let's talk a little bit about. Um, Patty, when you listen to Live Till 5 on Friday afternoons, what are you normally doing during that time? I'm sitting in my classroom doing my lesson plans. Oh, boy. that's a, That sounds like a, a pro-teacher thing to do, working on the next week's lesson plans at the end of this week. Yes, trying to get them done as fast as possible. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that uh, you were able to listen a little bit uh, during those times. Hopefully that helped a little bit. And Chris, uh, you've, you've just tuned in at random times. Sometimes I'll just get a message. Usually it has something to do with something Irish, rugby, or cricket, or some pronunciation of, you know, that the, the, the way the queen would say it. Proper words. The prop, proper, proper, proper words. Yes, that. Um, so where do you normally listen to the radio or, or Live Till 5 or KHMG? Um, every Friday in my office. Okay. And I have on occasions when I've been off island. Down in Majuro, I get on on the internet and listen to it down there. Yeah, okay. And the stream comes through okay down comes there? Comes through perfectly. Great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Brian, you're usually busy on Friday afternoons, not near a radio, so you're not necessarily a, a Friday guy. But uh, when you do listen to KHMG, is it usually in your car? We like to gather all the neighborhood kids around and... Um, Listen to the soothing sounds of JB. That's great. And, <laughs> you know, if more neighborhoods did that, we'd have less crime in Guam. We'd have less uh, problems. Uh, 
you know, uh, there'd be a lot, a lot better neighborhoods in general because the kids would all have something to do. Yep. No, usually in our car. We'll okay. Heading off and put you on. Yeah, great. great. So does this mean that uh, crime's going to spike? Yeah. It could. Today? It could. It no. could. We're, we have to do a study on that. Um, but uh, I just want to thank you guys for coming up today. And uh, we have some cake back there. We have some lemon bars and uh, some some coffee. And, Chris, I don't know if if you care so much, but I've been drinking this PG Tips tea, the number one tea in England. It is so good. Am I saying it right? What is it called? I've never heard of it. What? <laughs> I think it's Procter & Gamble tea. It might be, but it's good. It's good. Maybe it's Lipton with a different label. I'm not sure, but it tastes good. Chris got me on it. That's not proper English tea. It 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 is here. So Maybe that's the equivalent of tea you buy at Ross. It might be. It might, it might be. All right. Well, and yeah, and we don't have like a copper teapot or anything like that. We use... We're we're kind of modernized here, so um, let's let's step away from talking about the radio a little bit. Um, we have a couple weeks left in the the school semester. Patty, what are you uh, looking at over this next six weeks? You guys have field trips. Do you have any kind of final focus for this year? Uh, and uh, let's tell your listeners what grade do you teach? I teach second grade. All right. What's the last six seven weeks of school like for second grade? Well, just uh, trying to get the last things in that we need to get in for the year and. Getting ready for awards day and field days coming up the first week of May. So oh, yeah. that's always exciting. Yeah, field day is probably one of the highlights of the whole year for a second grader. Yep. They, they've been training hard, and it's the Olympics to them. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That's awesome. Brian, you got about six weeks till summer hits. Uh, what is, what's it looking like for a church ministry and just ministries in general around here? Yeah, we got a lot coming up. We got Easter coming up in the next week or so so we're getting a breakfast for that we uh, I, I do a lot with field day as well so actually today we spent some time looking at the theme yeah what is the theme this year for field day they're doing game on so they're they're doing a retro video game theme oh like that's the fun old school nintendo type nice um, i think the kids will really like it this year nice awesome and chris you happen to be an accountant and today is april 12th What's this year, what's the next uh, six weeks looking like for you? The next six weeks, or probably eight weeks, is going to be pretty hectic. But uh, I'm so looking forward to July. Oh, really? What's in July for you? Well, I can't tell you everything, but my wife and I are going to be going somewhere. Okay. That's going to be spiritually enlightening. That's great. Spiritually enlightening in July. Hmm. Maybe an Alaskan cruise or something like that. Maybe so. I'm not going to say. Okay. Anymore, don't say just anything. No. Nope, nope. Well, and you know, and we we can't keep secrets here at all. So, well, uh, guys, I'm glad you were able to come up, and I do appreciate you uh, stopping by. I'm going to take a short break for some of these uh, blocks, but thanks for thanks for participating, and thanks for being listeners and and supporters of the show, Patty, Brian, Chris, and thanks for coming up and celebrating with us at this low reception. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thank thanks for having us. All right, you're welcome. Listeners, you stick around. This is Jared Baldwin here on Live Till 5, episode 310 on this Friday, April 12th, 3.29 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. We're going to have more Live Till 5, this grand finale episode, after this short break.
And we're back with a little more Live Till 5, episode 310 on this Friday, April 12th, 3.33 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Glad to have you with us. You can listen online, khmg.org. You can go on our Facebook right now and watch us as we broadcast as well. Matter of fact, let me turn on the audio there. There we go. And uh, the audio on our Facebook Live is not, you know, it's not our best our best audio. The best audio is listening through our live stream or listening on the radio. But if you want the full experience, kind of the pr- premium level experience at no extra cost, you can actually watch us streaming through Facebook Live right now, which we love to have you with us. I have in studio, if you're watching, you can see I have from my left to my right Sebastian. Sebastian, is your mic working? Uh, it's working. Oh, boy. And so is your all your golden pipes. <clears throat> um, and Titus, of course, yes, also yes, known sir. as Jollybee uh, Giant. Yes. Um, <laughs> Eight hours in Jollybee. Chicken Joy. Jollybee Giant. Because he was out there for the opening of Jollybee, yes. and you got interviewed, and you kind of stood out amongst the crowd a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. So, yeah. Okay. Eight and then, uh, time of your life. And then uh, Ray's Romo, of course, no, uh, been been up here before for some of our taste testing mm. uh, shows, which um, we did the spam episode, right? Yes, we did. Yes, and then uh, Joe Sarney, of course, being yeah, up here. I as was well. also on the spam episode. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, and uh, listeners, as uh, if you are just tuning in, this is our grand finale episode. So we have a number of different people coming up and uh, sitting in and being interviewed and just participating. We have a little reception going on. If you're here on campus at Harvest, come on up. We have a bunch of chocolate halpia cake. You can come up and uh, enjoy yes, some good. of that. Or some lemon bars prepared by our staff baker, Live Till 5 staff baker. Correct. We're going to have to um, uh, give her some kind of uh, severance pay because we're getting ready to lay her off in about <laughs> an hour and 22 minutes. We won't tell anyone yet, but now her she, job's going to disappear. I helped soon. the staff baker. You know, she Uh-oh. she did the magic, but I had to clean up the magic. Okay, the, you know, and the, like the sorcerer's apprentice. In that, in <laughs> exactly, that. I was okay, the yeah. sorcerer's apprentice. There you so, go. Uh, All right. Well. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you guys are up here because you get to participate in uh, what what has become famous not only for the bumper song but for mm. for the person who prepares it. What is that? This is the last trivia. Last trivia, and the theme is, it's the last, the last trivia. Everything last, okay, all right. Lots of last things, okay. So, um, there's one question in here that I've never done before, like a style, okay. And uh, we'll see how it goes. This is a great time to test that out, live radio. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Anything you've never done before, let's just do it on the air, first time ever. That's right. That's right. right. So, like I said, everything, every question is dealing with the last of or something like that. So. We'll start with Titus, and we'll go around to Jared. Okay. And if you don't want the other guy to win, don't explain why you think it's the answer. Yeah, that's kind of a, right, right. a thing that we do as Christians is we kind of <laughs> yeah. like explain it to help everyone else out. So, right. But if you want to win, brother out, right? it's, yeah. it's a competition in yeah. this, this short time. Because if you all get it right, no one gets a point, and that's, that's right. lame. That doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Here we go. First question. Agatha Christie is famous for producing the character Hercule Poirot. A fictional Belgian detective. What was her last book released? The Big Four, Curtain, Sleeping Murder, or Endless Night? Um, I, I, I point out Hercule, Hercule Poirot only right. to, to... It is a poor so, Rose story. So, uh, not because of that, but just so you know who she is. Uh, if Got you've it. seen Agatha Murder on the Orient Express right. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that the, one. Those are her stories. Right. So. And, then, and then there were none. Yep, all those. Can you yeah. relist them all Yes, time? of course. The Big Four, right. Curtain, Sleeping Murder, 
or Endless Night? I'm going to go with Sleeping Murder. Endless Night. Endless Night. Endless because, Night. Yeah, I would say Curtain. Curtain. Uh, Titus gets the point here. What? That's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, this, is what, this is why I chose that, because the Oriental Express is all about a murder scene. So it's right. like, none, right. of those, none of those other things seemed like... Sound uh, like murder? Well, didn't, <laughs> didn't seem like the right um, fit for her, like her style of writing. True. So I was like, previous writing, maybe. See? Yeah. That's good logic. See? Yeah, That's good Well, logic. actually, okay, so here's, here's some uh, supplemental information. Okay, Agatha here we, here we Christie go. wrote Curtain, which was Hercule Poirot's last mystery, which concludes his career in life. And Sleeping Murder during World War II to be published after her death. And Sleeping Murder was written some, sometime during the Blitz, which took place between September 1940 and 1941. She passed away in 1976. Oh, wow. So she wrote it then, but it wasn't released until uh, 1976. Okay. So, so Titus, you get the point there. Nice, All right, nice. next question. Which state was the last to put photographs on driver's license in 1986? Wow. New York, Texas, California, or Alaska? Ooh, I'm going to go with Alaska. It's just remote. Yeah, same. Yeah, Alaska. Alaska. I'm going to go for the block and also say Alaska. You're all wrong. It's New York. Really? New York. What? <laughs> yes. Really? Uh, 1986. Last, wow. New, actually, New York and Rhode Island were the last ones to. Wow. Is there an explanation to, for that, or is it you got? Um, like, no, it's just that's New, they were the last wow. ones to, to put it on. So. You wouldn't think like you wouldn't think. That, I know. Yeah. That's a that's a tricky I one. Because I want to make sure, like Alaska, but no, it's actually yeah, New, New York. York. Wow. And Chris comes in when he hears that, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> but uh, all right. Next question. When was the last time the Olympics gave out gold medals that were entirely made out entirely of gold? Like solid gold? Solid gold. They don't do that no more? They don't do that anymore. And oh. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you some other information about that. Right, right. But, all right, so we have 1900, which is in Paris. Right. 1912, which is in Stockholm. 1948, London. Or 1980, in Moscow. Which one was the last one? Last pure gold Gold medals. What was the, yes. ni- what was the is 1912? Was that an option? Or is it 19? 19- yes. Okay, I'll go with 1912. I'll do the 40s one. 1948. Sure. What's okay. the first one? Uh, 1900 in Paris. Yeah, I'll do that one. I'll do 1980 in Moscow. In Moscow. Titus gets another point. Titus, you are in. on fire. Let's go. It's so this, uh, this is what I was thinking, too, you think about those, if you go 1940s when like the big start, so like, you think it's expensive to like, put everything in a gold medal or something like solid gold. So you are it has to be for really that. good at worthless information. I oh, know that's good. Yeah, yeah. See, that's a title I've held for a long time. I know, I know. I, that's, that's a, that's a term of endearment. That's like me calling you Sunny Boy. It's like it's, I, it means that I, you know, I'm fond of that. That's great. You're full yeah. of worthless information. Yep. So 1912 stock. Carrie must love that. The Olympic gold medals now are only made are only 1.5 percent gold, 6 percent wow. copper, and 92.5 percent silver. So they're not mm. they're not really worth much. No, it's like a no. big silver dollar. And the reason yeah. because they were yeah gold costs so much. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, why you yeah. didn't do complete yeah. gold anymore. Okay, here's that odd question I was talking about. Okay. A point to the first person who can tell me. What the term last post means? Last post. Last post? Yeah. What is the term like last in social post media? Mean? It's a social media Not term. Not social media related. Last post. I feel like it's like a sports thing or something. It's last post. Mil- in the military, the last place you were stationed? 
You're on the right track. I love when my teachers did that in school. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. on the I right get track. That a lot. <laughs> but you last are. Last post. <laughs> last post. Oh, it's something the, like like when they're changing the garlic. This is the last post yeah. and something like that. They're gonna change. So this is like your last. Do you say last post like that or no? Nope. I think it's, you guys it's are the, like digging around the answer, but it's not quite there. Is it military related? No. It's military related. I'll give you guys that. Last post. Is it the and it. it it has to do with where someone was stationed? Um, not necessarily, no. Like last post office they hit? Like a drive-by, like last post? No. No, no, no. no. no that's too much of a stretch. <laughs> that's yeah. dumb. Uh, the, it's, the, it, the, it's the last broadcast of information that they have. Like they're going off of the last, this is the most recent information we've got. <clears throat> oh, that's a good no. guess. Oh, was it a newspaper at last post? No. Yeah. I'll give one last hint. Trumpet. Oh, it's it's uh, the retreat. Taps. The taps. Last post, la- taps, taps at night. Which one of you said what? <laughs> I said retreat. He said taps. Taps. Yeah, taps. It's it's what they say when. Uh, yeah, it's it's what they um, the when the person dies. It's it's uh, oh, in the military. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things they do. Also, at, it signals the end of the day. Yes. The trumpet. Right. Yep. Mm. Yep. There so. you go. It is taps again. Titus. Titus. There we go. I'm pretty Ooh. sure he's yeah, locked yeah. in this victory. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, the, the final victory, too. That's this, fine, this, but this you don't it. get any more cake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we have one last question. That one dealt with death. This one will deal with life. Which of these U.S. presidents was the last to be born in a log cabin? Hmm. Ulysses S. Grant, James A. Garfield, Theodore Roosevelt, or Dwight D. Eisenhower? I'm going to go with Dwight D. Eisenhower. Dwight Roosevelt. D. Eisenhower. Roosevelt. Dwight. Dwight. Garfield. Garfield. And Jared, you have earned yourself a point. That's right. And that one was worth five, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the presidency of James Garfield marked the end of frontier log cabin-born presidents. Mm. He was born in 1831 in a log cabin near Orange Township, which is today near Moreland Hills, Ohio. While others moved from their birthplaces during their childhood, Garfield remained at his family home until 1859 when he was elected to the state Senate. Sadly, his term as president lasted only 200 days, cut short by an assassin. Mm. It says all of that at the bottom of the Ohio license plate. That's how I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, we'll give the last trivia victory goes to... I the last point. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, it's... it's, Last trivia victory goes to Titus, but the last point goes to... Thank you, thank you. Goes to Jared. (laughs) Titus, good job. Good job. So we'll all keep working on our worthless information. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll all have as much worthless information as you. There we go. If we can only hope. So <laughs> thank you guys for coming up today. I'm really glad. Uh, did you guys all get some of the delectable treats out yeah, there? Yeah, very good. Very all right. Uh, the staff baker did make the lemon bars. Mm-hmm. Um, the first lady of the show uh, picked up a really nice uh, chocolate halpia cake Sorry. as well. Sorry. Hey, again. yeah, that's fine. There it's it's go. just hey. live radio. Hey. We're, we're good here. <laughs> yeah. Phone good. is blowing up over, it's good. over so, uh, this awesome quiz. Bef- before uh, we sign out here in 30 seconds, take a short break. Um what are you guys doing this weekend? Obviously, you already conquered Jollibee. Titus, what else are you doing this weekend? Uh, just working on homework, stuff like that. Maybe just oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're was, trying. To, you're a college man. Still in college, almost done though. We've got about a week and a half left. So final nice. projects, almost nice. done. Great. Yeah. And what will you have at the end of that? What what program are you finishing? Computer networking. Awesome. That's yeah. great. Good. And Ray's, what are you doing this weekend? Working on the home. 
Oh yeah, that's. I think that's what you say every time I ask you what you're doing this weekend. Every time. <laughs> and Joe, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to be editing my vlog at Joe Sarney at YouTube. Oh Just my! A little plug in. <laughs> really? Sure at Joe Sarney at YouTube. And Woo. hit the bell icon. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, yeah. smash that bell. All right. I'll be running a half marathon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm running a half and marathon a half as well. Marathon. And Sebastian, what are you doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to run two miles a night and then go eat pizza. There you go. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's, That's great. You might have some yeah. leftover lemon bars Hang for breakfast. Hang out with some friends tomorrow at the great. pool. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Go. Well, great. Well, listeners, hopefully you're going to have a great weekend as well. We're going to take a short break. Guys, thanks for coming in, by the way. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. All right. Okay. And you guys have a great weekend. Listeners, you stick around. We still have more than an hour left of this grand finale episode of Live Till 5 on this Friday, April 12, 346 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Back after this short break. back with a little more live till five it's episode 310 on this friday april 12th 349 p.m here at the khmg studios if you're just tuning in you are catching a moment of radio history broadcast gold happening here today as we celebrate not only the 310th episode of live till five you can watch us, by the way, on Facebook Live. Um, but it is our grand finale episode, and you're getting to be part of that. We've already had a number of guests up here. Thank you to CW and PC and Brian, and we had Ray's and Joe and Sebastian, of course, with his quiz. Big Titus came in, uh, the Jolly Bee Giant, as I'm going to start calling him now, <laughs> because uh, he was famous last weekend for standing in line for however many hours, nine hours or something to get into Jolly Bee. Something like that. Got really sunburned. He still hasn't healed from that either. So, But now I'm joined in studio. I'm going to switch the camera over so you can see uh, some of our guests. Have Pastor Gary Walton here. No stranger uh, to the listening audience. Pastor Gary, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. Very well, good. We, we brought you in uh, to participate in What's in My Coffee, but we gave you the least coffee-looking beverage in the group. <laughs> yeah. Now, I can't guarantee it could be clear coffee, but... Clear, uh, it might be clear coffee, and, but I don't drink much coffee, so I wouldn't even know. Yeah, so it, yeah. maybe it is. This is coffee. Let me just tell you. Yeah, that's exactly what coffee looks like. <laughs> that's how my mom makes it. And then, of course, Chris Harper, um, all around great guy, station manager. And then TB, the famous TB that many people behind the scenes hear me not mention her name. But today, since it's a special occasion, can I tell people what your name is? Mm-hmm. Sure. She's the one that was uh, uh, ducking down behind the cabinet earlier. But, yeah, this is Tammy Baldwin, my wife. She was here. Like one of my very first episodes came up and was on the show with me. So, yes. And she planned a little reception uh, for today and uh, have a number of people coming through. But one of our regular segments, for those who have been listening for a while, know that ever since the earliest days, we've had this little segment called What's in My Coffee? Brought to us by The Hub, Hebrews Worldwide Coffee Shop and Bookstore, the best little coffee shop on Guam, offering an endless variety of coffees and teas and baked goods. Really nice people down there. Jeremy, Jilda, Sonny, Megan, Mackie, uh, Billy Joe Jim Bob, uh, Shaniqua, and um, Tartar. Uh, that's a new worker down there. Um, hard to say their name, and the, the name tag is really 
unusual. The clicks are really hard to put on the name. Can tag. anybody else pronounce that <laughs> except for you? No, it's it's a it's a special thing. I had to go to a school for that. So okay, yeah. All right, but the way this works, Pastor Gary, maybe you have you ever been here for what's in my coffee before? Uh, not for this segment. No, okay. I'm not. So this is basically the way it started was we were really thirsty in like episode five, and we said, you know what? John Collier's wife worked in the radio station, so or the coffee shop, and she was. We said, "Hey, could you bring us up some coffee?" So they brought us up some coffee, and we were like, "Oh, let's talk about the coffee, and then maybe I'll promote people going by the coffee shop." Then they had this terrible idea for a while. You know, um, Tama would understand now, but the people that worked in the coffee shop at the time didn't drink coffee, and so you know, like present company. <laughs> and they thought, you know what we'll do is we'll just take all the leftover coffee from the day and mix them together and you tell us what kinds of flavored coffee it was. That is a terrible idea. Oh, nice. it was bad. It was just so bad. So it'd be like a chocolate mint mixed with apricot and it's like you have to try it. it was just a terrible thing. So we said, no, no, no. Make real drinks, but just don't tell us what they are. Put it on a little sheet of paper and that's what we do every week. And it's been a, a great promotion. And what I recommend... Don't tell the hub that this is the last episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'll still come by and collect my coffee drink every Friday afternoon <laughs> yeah. about 3.30. Okay. But no, if you let's do, not do if that. If you don't know what's in it, how do you know? Do you like all kinds of coffee? Is that okay? I like everything. All right. So. And, and every once in a while. They have made a few that I didn't personally like. Just a few. Very, very few. Um, there was one time where they did a iced coffee cold brew with lemonade in it mm. so it's coffee and lemonade yeah <laughs> okay so what we're gonna do now the way we do this is we just try yes, to describe to did. the listening audience that uh, you know they this is the best of. this is the theater of the mind and so uh we try and describe what it tastes like what it smells like and what you think might be in it and then we'll do the big reveal at the end and we'll start with tb here uh you have drink number four it's a hot drink looks like um mm -hmm. what does it taste like Oh, can you hear me swallow? On yeah, the radio? yeah, people was. love that. That was very people awesome. love that. That's the great thing about radio is it's like being yes. there. People okay, well, love it. Yes, yes. They do. I kind of think Chris should have gotten this drink. He would have liked it, but it's definitely a tea, and it's very creamy and sweet. So I think it's like a tea latte. Am I supposed to guess now? Or yeah, just you can guess. It? We, I mean, I'll do the reveal at the end, but uh, Lawrence, oh. the drink whisperer, usually can tell what everyone else is drinking. Lawrence is really good. I don't know who's going to take yeah. Lawrence's place today, but it's not going to be me. Um, it's like a, I want to say it's like the African nectar tea or something like that. It's kind but creamy. of fruity and it's like a latte they've put steamed wow. milk in it okay. it's delicious they're All going for obscure it. secret menu drinks then i don't know I, that, is so. that just a london fog could it be a london fog it's like a london fog it's it not tastes vanilla? like a london fog but it's a different tea maybe it's the vanilla tea oh maybe it's like a london mm. fog. we'll find out in just a moment a tea latte because mm. the name's trademark okay i'm really describing it but not yes. naming that's it, fine sorry. that's fine people go in and they'll just say what you just it's said and they'll get the same drink chris how about yours Okay, the first glance You're at this... You're not wolfing it down. I noticed <laughs> no, that. No, no. The first glance at this, I thought it might be a tea, so I was going to give it to Pastor Walton, perhaps. But then I realized, I looked a little closer, and I thought, that may, looks like it might be coffee. And you know, it is coffee. Is it? And it's there's dark. also uh, some... I don't know if there's calamansi in that or something, mm. but it is, uh, it's very strong coffee. Yes. And it's got some sort of other flavoring in it that i some I mean, lemon I, lime flavor yeah i almost feel like i should take another sip 
but I don't want to take another yeah. sip. But yeah. I almost feel that I should in order to. Yeah. It might be the Calamansi cold brew. Calamansi which cold brew. The first perhaps. time they brought that yeah. up, I did not like it. But it grew on me, and I actually like that drink. Right. Only a few of us like it. Sonny likes it's it. I like it. It's going to take a while for me that to grow on it's, me, I think. It's, it's, it's like a really dark Arnold Palmer. So if you like Arnold Palmer's, it, it tastes like that, but really dark and rich. Right. So the I'm one I don't a... like is the, is the cold brew seltzer one. That was the one that none of us liked. We all kind of had a thing about that. Okay. Raved. Okay, and uh, Pastor Gary, yours is clear. Well, yeah. It looks like melted snow. <laughs> it does. And the seltzer uh, comment maybe makes me compl- uh, a little confused about it. But I think it's just water. That's what I'm thinking. Are you serious? Well, I don't. I haven't tasted it yet. No, actually. taste it. Yes, yeah, yes. Let us in on the on the secret. It, it, it looks like it could be water. Because it does it, look like water. It's not, not water. water. <laughs> nope, the no. look on your face. <laughs> it's not water. Um, there's definitely a very strong vanilla taste to it is it carbonated um i don't know if it's carbonated but it's uh it's maybe some type of um uh what do you call that like an italian italian soda, soda yeah yep. Uh, it's a vanilla Italian soda. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. There That's, you go. I'm, I mean, I'm not really good at this. He might this. be the new Lawrence. Does I it, don't know. Does don't... it taste uh, sugar-free? That's one of the one of the no. things that sometimes they'll no. throw in there nope. to throw you off. Okay. All right. Well, mine, I'm pretty sure I know what mine is. And I think I know what Jeremy, that, that tricky, tricky little devil down there, did. <laughs> I think he made drinks that he knows that I like, even oh. though everyone else in here oh. might not like them. So if I was to guess, I think Pastor Gary has the sugar-free vanilla s- splash. Aww. You have, Chris, the calamansi cold brew. Mm-hmm. Tammy, you probably have the sugar-free London Fog. And I have the Cafe Breva, which is not on any menu. It's a secret Aww. menu. It's like a latte with half and half. Let us see. Yes, Sugar-free vanilla fruit splash. Wow. Extra hot Breva right here, which is, I like it extra hot, lasts longer. Cold brew calamansi and London fog sugar-free. Wow. Wow, you got all four of them, and what a nice gift to you. Yes, yes, that was a a nice touch. Very thoughtful. Well, you know, our friends down there at the Hub are the greatest people, and if uh, I can encourage our listening audience, you should stop by the Hub anytime. Do you know all proceeds... From the hub, go to missions projects. We've been able to help people all around the world with that. So, well, we have to take a break for the news at the top of the hour. But if you guys can stick around after the top of the hour, we can all hang out a little bit. If you've got five minutes after the top of the hour, if not, <laughs> Pastor Gary's got that look like maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say goodbye to you guys, and then I'm going to encourage our listeners to stick around for a few minutes uh, as we go through. The news, the SRN news coming up here in a second, and then we'll have a second hour of Live Till 5, this grand finale broadcast. And in the second hour, we're going to play some of people's favorite moments from Live Till 5. And I have two of my favorite Stranger Than Fiction stories of all time I'm going to rehearse. And then, uh, of course, you know, different people are going to be stopping in. I'm going to go get some chocolate halpia cake and a lemon bar during the break. You're listening to Live Till 5 here on KHMG. 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Stick around for a second hour of Live Till 5 on this Friday, April 12th, episode 310. Back after this.
And we're back with a little more live till five. It's three four oh four. There you go. Four oh four in the afternoon. Friday, April twelfth, episode three hundred and ten. That's what I was going for. Episode three hundred and ten. For those just tuning in, this is the second hour of our live local talk and variety program, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of KHMG eighty eight point one FM Harvest Family Radio. Here's a little insider tip uh, for the listeners. I don't know if you can see this if I click over to this other camera. You can just see a little bit. I'll put put my hand up and see if I can point to the sign. But uh, there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah, right about there. There's a sign that says KHMG 88.1 FM Harvest Family Radio. And that's how I remember to say the full call sign and uh, radio station name and location on the dial uh, every time I, I start the show. So... There you go. That's that's kind of like backstage pass type stuff. So I have in studio still, as you can see on camera, Pastor Gary Walton and Chris Harper. Uh, Chris, you know what? My cranium is obscuring your your whole person. <laughs> if you switch over to this other mic, oh sure, then I then I could uh, everyone can see you and enjoy. So does your... the camera also get? Uh, I can't see the camera as you getting these signals over here. Yes, and you know what? It's There's been a, a long time. There. It's been a long time since people have even asked about those. The fact that you use the word signal is is a little clue on that one because, uh, yeah. So I just learned about this uh, a week or so ago. Somebody came in, I was with them, and they asked what's the significance, and it, this was one of your ideas. Is that right, Pastor Jared? Yeah, uh, it was. It was when we were redecorating the studio yeah. a couple years ago, and um, we were trying to come up with different ways to just make it a little more uh, pretty. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Just trying to make it look attractive in here, and we would had it repainted and recarpeted and everything. We were still looking for things for the wall, and we knew, okay, we'll come up with a logo like what I put on the wall there. We were just looking for one more thing, and then I remembered from my time in the military that uh, in the Navy— they use signal flags, and you can see those sometimes draped from the um, the yard arm, I think they call it, on a ship. And so each flag represents a letter, and those are the call sign, K-H-M-G. Those are the four letters. And they're easy to spot from miles away when they're on a ship and things like that. And it, in the early days, when we first put it up, anyone that asked what they were for, free drink. And it was, it was interesting. We get about one person a week in the early days. Now I think it's kind of like white noise. It's just happening in the background, and people don't notice it that much. Well, that's exactly right. I've been in here a lot of times, and I just thought they were cool geometric shapes until somebody asked, do these mean something? And uh, I thought it was even cooler than that. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's it's basically my version of an Easter egg. So it's, it's, it's a hidden little gem that, uh, you know, you have to kind of— you have to ask and dig a little bit. But yeah, that's KHMG. Those are the universal signal flags for the American alphabet. So there you go. Yeah, very cool. Well, guys, I want to just take a minute uh, before we go to some some interviews that were conducted this week. People that have some, some fun memories of KHMG and Live Till 5 and things like that. And we've done a little compilation of that. But before we go to that, just want to talk a little bit about KHMG and the value of Christian radio. This this ministry has been on the air for over 23 years now, and we get to do a lot of neat things. We have some live programming that happens uh, every day with Chris. We have programs that have collected some of the best sermons that really, if we didn't put them together and put them on the air, they'd maybe be kind of lost to uh, general audiences because they wouldn't. You just wouldn't have access to them. And so we've been able to package those. 
And then something that um, Pastor Gary's been carrying on the tradition of interviewing people, and it's such a it's such a great variety of things. Pastor Gary, before you came here, you didn't have a lot of radio experience, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like doing the interview, the uh, uh, Harvest Time interviews? Yeah, I loved it uh, very much. It took me a little bit of time to get used to it. Uh, anytime you put a mic in front of a pastor, you know, they, they see certain things um, or feel certain ways. Uh, but to have the opportunity to sit with people from our church um, and uh, and other ministry personnel, as well as uh, visiting pastors and missionaries that would come through and talk about God's work and the story of the gospel in their lives, it's been uh, really, really enjoyable for me. And each time uh, we get ready to do one of those shows, I think about, um, I don't have any idea who's going to be on the other end uh, listening to this. And... Uh, that God is going to use these words, this person's story in different ways in order to impact lives. And that's really the story of KHMG over the course of its history. Um, in this studio, on this location, uh, sort of blind to who's listening, the gospel's been going out uh, day after day after day over these 23 years. Uh, biblical teaching has been proclaimed. God-honoring music has been um, brought out, and uh, people have listened and heard, and lives have been changed in this time. It's really an amazing thing. Yep, yep. I've noticed uh, talking to people that you've interviewed, there's kind of um, a, a sacred anxiety, <laughs> I don't know if those two words usually go together, of being the one that's going to be interviewed, because they don't totally know how the interview is going to go. And even though they're really just talking to you, and someone sitting here on the other side of the board... And, and just talking to a microphone, they feel this uh, natural pressure that comes with having to communicate their life story. And, and I know some of them have gotten very emotional. Some right. of them, they have to really get themselves kind of psyched up to come in and do it and, um, and it take a little reassurance. But it seems like every single time those interviews are just such a blessing. Chris, you get to edit those. Um, there's got to be a lot of fun in just being the producer of that, being able to kind of take, and you're able to trim out some of the things that, that would would kind of make it too long or distract from the, the main part. But uh, what's it like to produce a program like that, those interviews? Yeah, I don't do as much of the editing anymore. Sebastian does a lot of that because on Fridays I'm pretty busy oh, yeah. with certain— with this, yep. Yeah, with, you know, such as this. But um, but I'm able to be in on all of those interviews, and I'm always thinking about listeners, too, because people like this week have said to us, um, we know these people at this place, and they gather around the radio and listen at certain times. And and so I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, how to best present, you know, that story— um, for listeners, and, and sometimes it does take some editing and things we take out. So I basically just pass along everything to Sebastian. Here's where I would cut this. Here's where I would cut that, and then and then he works on that. But yeah, I have I have uh, everything else that that all the other shows we produce. I'm usually editing through most of that as you know before they go out, and uh, uh, you get to hear a lot of great things. Yeah. And um, it's a um, it's a privilege to just be able to, you know, have that as part of your workday. Sure. Well, with, uh, yeah. for example, Harvest Echoes, I remember when yeah. you brought up the idea of taking these great sermons that have been preached here, but really were never going to be broadcast anywhere. 
um, unless we did something with them. And then you decide to start pulling those together. And I've had a number of people comment on some of those types of programs that we've been broadcasting lately that's really been a blessing to them. There are certain people that are on that um, if 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 it comes around to be their time to be on Harvest Echoes, somebody will mention it to me. And so there, there are a number of speakers that that um, people get I'll their hear, favorites. Yeah, yeah, are their favorites. Yeah. And then uh, I heard this guy on again, and it, you know, so it's it's fun to be able to to broadcast yeah. those. And we have a big a big archive, and so it's going to be, you know, we're going to be putting new episodes of Harvest Echoes out for a while. Yeah, and people so. can go to khmg.org and they can listen yeah. to the stream. They can download some of those. Pastor Gary, as we wrap up this part, I know you got to run, but what would you say is is one of the main things you hope to see Harvest Family Radio accomplish going into the future? What would be one of the main missions that you would like to see Harvest Family Radio accomplish? Well, you know, for our ministry, um, we uh, are pretty clear about our purpose because Jesus gave it to us, and uh, he called us to go and be witnesses for him in our Jerusalem and Judea and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Um, so our our burden, our vision is that uh, Harvest Family Radio would continue to be faithful to the mission that it's had all of these years, and we know that hour by hour uh, the gospel is going out, and uh, we would like um, every person in this region, we'd like uh, the uh, advance to go out beyond this region so that the people in our world are able to be hearing the truth and hearing the gospel presented you know, day after day. So we're thankful for the many people that have served in these uh, in these seats in this studio over the years. Um, and I'm thankful, Jared, to be here uh, on this last day. I can remember. Uh, I feel privileged to be here on this, uh, you know, final airing of oh, your show. Oh, it's a high yeah, honor. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, and there's cake, right? Cake and special, you know, things to drink and all that. But um, the one of the first times I was on campus, I had a tour. In fact, I think you gave me the tour of this. And I heard about the radio station, and I had somebody say, well, do you know anything about Live Till 5? And I thought, wow, this must be the big time. And, and I found out it is. It's, it's, uh, it's the <laughs> yeah. big time. Big is a relative word. Yeah. Time is relative. But yes, it, it's, it's big time for us. Yeah, and actually uh, so many people... Sp- speak fondly of this show of of course the personality your personality that's carried it and i'm thankful for that um and uh, we know that be uh beyond just the personality that's made this such an interesting variety show has been the heart for people and the heart for the gospel that your life is characterized by and so i'm thankful for that thankful to be a little piece of it here today well thank you praise the lord it's been a lot of fun and as i was telling you at lunch you know we've we've really enjoyed every every time we've got to do it it's been fun you know it's it's never not been fun i can't think of a single out of the 310 times we did it it was never not fun and it never felt like a total waste of time it always there was always this sense like hey you know this this is going to help someone this has been we've done a lot of silly things <laughs> but i never felt like it was a waste of time i never said ah, i'm not doing that anymore i'm done you know i need my fridays back it's it's been a real blessing. So thank you guys both for coming up and, and helping me with this last episode. And uh, I'm going to take a short break because um, someone put in a lot of hard work to interview people about their kind of their favorite 
memories and thoughts about Live Till 5, and I want to be able to play that. It's a longer segment, so we're going to take a break, play that, then I'll be back with more, have some more people uh, possibly stop in here and talk to them. I'm going to go out and get some of that great uh, cake and enjoy the rest of my Cafe Breva. Gentlemen, have a great weekend. Thanks, Jared. Listeners, you stick around and uh, listen to this little segment on people's favorite thoughts about Live Till 5. My favorite episode would probably be the spam episode because both Ray's and Pastor Don were on it and they had to try all different kinds of varieties of spam and they didn't like them all, but they're kind of connoisseurs of spam, so they knew which ones they would like. So I think they did a great job taste testing all of them. My most memorable one was usually when I go do those things, it involves like trying food out or drinks. Guess the drink. That's what it was. So he ended, uh, I think Pastor Jared ended up giving us stuff to try. And it was something from the hub. And my first reaction to it was like, I wanted to spit it out. I think I actually did too. But it, it ended up being like seltzer water. And it was horrible. But I couldn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> and to say on air that it was really bad. So anyways, Pastor Jerry and him called me out on it too, live on air. But yeah, that was my my memory. The part where you guys taste the drinks, of course. I think you should probably like start giving away like those who text you first gets a free drink. A purple frop because that is the best. The tarot. The tarot one. That's the one. Don't get anything else. Just get the tarot. I love Live Till 5. I think my favorite episode was in... Jared and Lawrence are waxing eloquently about the Pinecone Truck Stop restaurant in Wisconsin. And the weather was terrible, but the food was awesome. And I love good food. So I love that. My favorite episode. Okay. Well, one of my, I don't know if it's my ultimate favorite Live Till Five because there's a lot of favorites that I have. But one of my favorite, more heartwarming times is the time that we did a live Christmas special. And we had a lot of family members come up to the station and and just kind of do like an open house with the rate, you know, KHMG radio family, so to speak. And it was just a really fun time. People were sharing their favorite Christmas traditions that they did as a family. And it was just really fun. It was like being part of a television special where you see people come by and they share different stories and it was just a fun camaraderie and uh, family atmosphere and the kids were there and even have a picture of the Harper kids sitting in the station with their headphones on so it was just a really fun family memory and I guess it just fits KHMG because KHMG is Harvest Family Radio. So that's just one of my personal favorites in the Live Till Five. And it was the time that we were kicking off the first Christmas song of the season right as the Live Till Five would be ending. So that's my personal favorite. More heartwarming than like hilariously funny because there are plenty of those as well. But that's mine. One of my favorite things about Live Till Five is uh, when you guys try and guess your drinks from the coffee shop. Live to Five has always been a fun experience when I come upstairs to be with Pastor Jared. I'm going to miss it because um, I was always a chance to let the library shine. 
I'm going to miss those days. Pastor Jared, we're not happy that you're leaving, but congratulations on your new job. I would say the thing that interests me the most is the trivia, the questions that are asked. You know, they, they bring out, well, in general, biblical things and general things that are going on. I just love the program. It keeps me tuned in, keeps me focused. Appreciate it very, very much. It's uh, just a blessing to turn on to the radio and uh, listen to Harvest Pastors just putting in gospel in a nutshell. And I appreciate that very much. Well, I love listening to Live Till 5 on Friday afternoons when I'm doing my lesson plans because it keeps me laughing during a time when I'd like to be outside. But I have had many favorite times listening, like to the quiz games. It's always very entertaining to hear what Sebastian comes up with for the theme of the quiz games. And then uh, just hearing the different interactions with Jared and everybody on the program. Some very funny times listening to Live Till 5. I just cracking up sometimes in my classroom and you can't even hear it <laughs> well i like to first of all that segment on what what's in my coffee and how you would all sample it and and, and guess what it was and do your evaluations i always thought that was really good and it's also good advertisement for hebrews to go down and, and pick one up a cup of joe and whatever else they had mixed down there i thought that was always very entertaining i enjoyed also at the start of a month he would always bring up whatever month it was. And I was always surprised that there were so many, so many different causes or the month was dedicated to this and that. And it, it amazed me because as a lawmaker, I, I know that it's important to certain communities and, and the country as a whole, but the number of things that were dedicated per month was amazing. And lastly, I, I, I think one of the things I really laughed about was the segment on spam. And I think uh, many people on Guam can relate to that because we've all had our our fair share of spam on the island and, and how you went through the different flavors and, and the analysis of it. That was quite funny. Cronkite, Carson, King, Dobson, and now Baldwin. We once again say goodbye to another broadcasting legend. No, seriously, when I first heard that Pastor Jared would be moving stateside, I'm pretty sure the first thing I thought was, what will happen now to Live Tell 5 without Jared Baldwin? Well, I think we know the answer. Without Jared Baldwin, there is no Live Tell 5. I'm so grateful for the years that I worked alongside Pastor Jared and was able to be there for the beginning and the first couple of years of Live Tell 5. It took some time for the proposal of a live interview radio program to become a reality on KHMG. But once it hit the air, it was literally one of the most unique times of the week, both in the studio and on the schedule of Harvest Family Radio. Even though I wasn't sure it would work, I had to admit it was lots of fun being a part of. But then we started hearing from people who were listening and listening faithfully. You know, I have many memories of working alongside Pastor Jared, but some of my favorite memories during my time at Harvest will be the ones that we made during our time producing Live Tell 5 from high atop the studios of KHMG. Working with Jared was a blast, meeting each week over Thai food while talking about the upcoming program, laughing while listening to Jared as I sat behind the board, rearranging the on-air studio to make it more conducive for Jared to interview multiple guests, and then, of course, scheduling those interviews in studio and over the phone. 
that one time I smashed my head, not once, but twice before and during the program, the time we were interviewing a group of people from Israel, and we kept losing the connection live on the air through all the laughter, craziness, information, and all the many guests. We managed to put together one of the freshest, most entertaining, informative, and fun segments on the radio each week. Thanks to Jared and Live Tell 5. And it's continued for many years. Thanks to the hard work, talent, and dedication of the man himself, Jared Baldwin. Jared, thanks for letting me be a part of Live Tell 5 during the first couple of years. It was a blast. I look forward to hearing of the next adventure God has for you, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to hear you on the radio again and soon. And we're back with a little more live till 5, 425 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. It's Friday, April 12th, episode 310. The grand finale episode of Live Till 5. And I want to say a special thank you to all those who made those generous comments in that little segment. I will hold those close to my heart. And I appreciate every kind word. It was nice hearing friends and family and people that are as close or closer than family from here on Guam and all around the world. Even got John Collier in there. And that was really a blessing. I really, really do appreciate it. Doing this show is a whole different medium of communication. Um, I like talking to people. I like communicating. I like public speaking. But being on the radio, on a live radio program, is a whole different animal. And it has been one of those things that has been fun to grow into and to learn I always sarcastically joke, almost ironically joke about winning awards or, or you know, millions of listeners. And we all know that that's all just a little touch of satire there. But uh, I really do enjoy it. And I've really come to just love doing it. Just the, the mechanics of coming in and doing a live radio program is just a lot of fun for me. Um, I was sharing with Pastor Gary at lunch today, though. There was a time, I mean, the early days of doing the show, I would stress out about it. I would be so nervous. I'd over-prepare. I'd come in with like 50 things to share. Uh, sometimes I'd run out of material and have to carry it all the way till the end. You get that panicked feeling. Um, you know, but it was always fun. I mean, in the end, it was always fun. It can be exhausting, I think uh, my family would attest that I come home on Friday evenings after doing live till five, and I'm always just kind of wiped out. My brain is fried, my vocal cords are sore, and I'm just physically tired. And uh, that's just been one of the willing sacrifices uh, for for being part of something fun like this. So it is the last episode of Live Till Five, and people have been asking. So so who's Who's going to take over live till five? We talked about that a little bit last week. We're not going to have another 
uh, live till 5. Now, it doesn't mean there won't be more live radio here on KHMG. As a matter of fact, Chris is going to continue on, and we have regular programming in there. And we're always looking for ways to continue to improve KHMG and add things. And so there will be more things in the future. But Live Till 5 has been one of those things that, uh, because it was primarily out of my my oddly shaped brain, uh, it probably wouldn't be fair to ask someone else to try and continue on not having the same kind of brain uh, function or malfunction, depending on your perspective. So we decided to land the plane, so to speak, and to go out while we felt great about it. And I'm going to say a little more about that at the end of the show. But it being the grand finale, I wanted to share with you, this has been a segment since episode X, the lost episode. The episode before we ever broadcast. We did one episode on the very first time over six years ago. It was in January of 2013. We did an episode where we didn't broadcast it because we didn't know how it was going to go. We did it from 3.30 to 5 p.m. because we thought, oh, we can never bump Stories of Great Christians or whatever the show was at the time. And so we we have to kind of keep things the same. And um, I did it with no audience and it was not broadcast. Just John Collier ran the board, and all I did was talk into the microphone, and it was kind of like a, a dry run. I t- cut out a picture that had multiple faces from a magazine, and I taped it up on the wall, and then on the microphone stand, I put a sign that said smile to remind myself to smile while I talked, because you can sometimes hear people's, you know, their their temperament come through as they're talking. And so I was trying to not be nervous, and that was the early days. But even in that very first show, I had a segment I called Stranger Than Fiction. And when we were first devising what would this this crazy show Live Till 5 even be like, um, I knew that I wanted to do something where I could introduce quirky little stories or, or interesting things that were just interesting to me. Um, and then maybe... Maybe it would be interesting to you as well. And so uh, the, the segment called Stranger Than Fiction uh, was born because oftentimes truth is stranger than fiction. And so when I come across interesting stories, or in the last couple of years, it's been when other people come across interesting stories, funny titles, um, crazy things that happen, they would send them to me. And so here's an example. So today's the grand finale, Stranger Than Fiction. Here's one. From Reuters, Zurich, Switzerland on Wednesday announced plans to abolish the nation's emergency stockpile of, not chocolate, coffee in place for decades after declaring the beans not vital for human survival, though opposition to the proposal is brewing. See what they did there. Nestle, the maker of instant coffee, Nescafe, and other importers, roasters, and retailers are required by Swiss law to store bags of raw coffee. The country stockpiles other staples, too, such as sugar, rice, edible oils, and animal feed. This system of emergency reserves was established between World War I and World War II as Switzerland prepared for any potential shortages in case of war, natural disaster, or epidemics. Wow, Switzerland sounds like a great place. Um, anyway, sorry, got distracted there for a second. According to the plan released for public comment, coffee stockpiling obligations would expire at the end of 2022. Oh, there's still a couple years left. With companies free to draw down what they store in their warehouses. The government said, 
quote, the Federal Office for National Economic Supply has concluded coffee is not essential for life. Coffee has almost no calories and subsequently does not contribute from the physiological perspective to safeguarding nutrition, end quote. Well, let me tell you, Swiss government spokesperson, you need to check your facts because most people, most people think that coffee is vital for life. Back to the story. A final decision on scrapping coffee stockpiles is expected in November. Switzerland's mandatory coffee reserves are now spread over 15 companies, including Nestle, and amount to almost 15,300 tons, enough to cover three months of the Alpine state's domestic coffee consumption. Switzerland's 8.5 million residents consume around 9 kilograms or 20 pounds of coffee per year annually per person, eclipsing Britain. At 3.3 kilos, so double that, and uh, double the United States as well. So these are the big-time coffee drinkers there. Not everyone wants to see the Swiss Strategic Coffee Reserve disappear, however. Reserve a Suisse, the Bern-based organization that oversees Switzerland's food stockpiles, last year asked the federal office to reconsider its recommendations. So when it goes on, but I just thought it was very interesting. When I saw the title, Swiss government says coffee, quote-unquote, not essential comma, stockpiling to end. Stranger than fiction, folks. That was a true story. Here's another one. Maybe you saw the pictures. Really, a picture is worth a thousand words. This picture is black and white, so I would encourage you to look this up, but if you're watching on Facebook, I'll hold it up there for you for a second. And the title is, it's being called, quote, Palmageddon, end quote. Combination of high pollen levels, and an approaching storm created the scene out of a movie this week in the skies of Durham, North Carolina, and turned the whole sky an eerie yellow-green from all of the pollen in the air. Can you imagine if you had really bad allergies and that happened? Yeah. Yeah. That would be terrible. Here's another one. I'm not even going to read the whole story, but it's basically a story uh, about an Instagram account called Preacher in Sneakers. Preacher and sneakers. Celebrity pastors in pricey shoes. It raises stewardship questions. I think I got that from the Christian Post. But basically, it was uh, there's a picture on an Instagram account of Pastor John Gray from Relentless Church in Greenville, South Carolina, who's wearing his Air Yeezy 2 Pure Platinum shoes, which cost about $4,000. And I guess that's a trend amongst... Uh, celebrity pastors, apparently. Um, let's do, how about this? Why don't I just go ahead and share with you two of my favorite Stranger Than Fiction stories of all time. They both happened to me in the last few years, so in the last hundred episodes. So you might recognize, if you've been a more recent listener, these don't, these aren't like, you don't have to get in the Wayback Machine uh, for this one. Here's two. One... And I'm not just, I'm not just uh, pandering to our Dutch listening audience, but one has to do with the Dutch. We do have a lot of Dutch listeners. The other has to do with animals and plants, plants and animals. Let's start with the plants and animals. Here's the title from Sky News. Pot smoker finds overweight tiger in abandoned house. It just, uh, Chris Harper just walked in at just the exact right time for me to share that story. Do you remember this story being yeah, on the news? Yes, yeah. I do. 
So the picture, and, and um, I, I'm going to show this if you're watching online right now, but the picture, the, the tiger is so overweight. These, these guys went into a building to, to um, smoke, and they thought they were hallucinating, which I think is ironically funny in this, in this specific story, because they saw a huge, obese... Bengal tiger in a makeshift cage in an abandoned house. It's just, the whole story is just, this is why I did Stranger Than Fiction, folks. It was this kind of story I was hoping. This was like, finally, this came out just this February. I'm like, all these years I've been waiting for a story like this. This, The the title's ironic. The story's ironic. It's hard to believe that there's an obese tiger in an abandoned house. And these guys thought they were hallucinating. Stranger Than Fiction, one of my favorites. Here's another, again, not pandering to our Dutch listening audience. I, th- I thought you were going to do the nappies and the everything, the fat burger stuck in the... Oh, that one was a terrible story. Yeah. That one would be in the runner-up <laughs> category. Runner so up, the, runner the giant, um, oh, oh, what do they call fat it? Fat burger is fat, what it was yes, called. A fat, yeah, it's a fat burg. It, it's fat like burg. a fat burg. Yes. It's like an iceberg, but it's made out of fat and nasty stuff that gets stuck in the like sewer systems. Diapers. Yes, diapers especially in, yeah. uh, in England. And they had Crazy. one that was 100 meters long clogging up a giant uh, subway, uh, subterranean uh, sewer pipe. But... Here's the here's another one, and I just thought this was so interesting because it's it's just the concept of it I think is interesting. And then I've seen this since I did this story, I've actually seen it. This came out in uh, April of 2017, so two years ago. Fear legipen, fear legipen, bizarre Dutch sport where people vault over waterways with a giant pole. I've seen this. Yes. Yes, it's fear fear legipen, F I E R fear. L J Eppen E P P E N. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry. The aim is to sprint towards the pole, then climb up as high as you can and try to jump off and land on the sand island on the other side of the waterway. The pole is between eight and thirteen meters and has a flat plate at the bottom to stop it from sinking in the mud. And it is fun to watch. Is it Fear, Flair, Fair Jeppin? Flair. It could be Flair Jeppin. Flair Flair Jeppin. Fair Jeppin. Feral Jeppin. Yeah, Feral You know what? I don't know. It, it, it's it's uh, basically Dutch pole vaulting over water. It's great. Waves. It's fun to watch. It is very fun to watch. And that was another one of those Stranger Than Fiction because how did I go my whole life without knowing that was a sport? Well, what they have to do is they plant it and then they kind of run up it. They, exactly. And, and climb to the top. Have, yeah. And they're the hoping their momentum and the height of how high they climbed will get them over the waterway. And then they have to bail out probably at about 20 feet above the ground, and land on a sandy surface. Um, it's, it, it, you got to get your balance right, your right. left to right balance, yep. your forward momentum right. Yep. You got, your climbing has got to be timed right. right. It's, yep. it's seriously athletic stuff. It, if I tried that, I would probably just accidentally run into the pole and skewer myself. I think that's what would happen. Fair jleppin. Fair jleppin. Fair jleppin. Yes, another one of my favorite, top favorite Stranger than fiction I've been stories. I'm thinking of getting into that. that. That's a great idea. We could do it here. Only we could do it here. Sandy bar and a 
stream of some That's sort. That's just, yeah, absolutely. We need to work on that. Maybe yeah. we'll get a, a harvest team for that. So we're going to take a short break. It is episode 310 on this Friday, April 12th, 4.40 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, the grand finale episode. Make sure you stick around for the last 15 minutes. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. Friday, April 12th. More live till 5 after this short break. Back with a little more live till five. It's Friday, April twelfth, four forty-four p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, episode three hundred and ten, the grand finale episode. And I'm going to switch the camera over here so you can see my distinguished guests. I have two guests. One that's been on here many times. He's done regular segments. Uh, Josh Taylor been up here. We did uh, educational segments. We did story time with Uncle Joshy or whatever we called it back <laughs> Uncle then. Uncle Joshy. I don't think that's ever been a term that has been used to describe me. Uncle. It Joshy. is now. It is now. Everyone's going to say that. And then, of course, we got Devin, who's been up here a number of times. And Devin actually listens at home, too. Do you listen through your smart speaker at home sometimes? The, the Alexa? I, yeah. I listen to um, Harvest Family Radio every day now. Wow, we should we should uh, uh, record that and make that one of our little uh, infomercials. Yeah, he's an he's an official podcastian. Yeah, that's great. Now, oh, so I heard that Devin is going to possibly get his own podcast going. Is that correct? He's he's got one right now. Devin, what's the name of your podcast? Devin Dad. Yeah, we got the Devin Dad podcast, and then that has spun off into another podcast. It used to be the Dev and AB podcast. Okay. And what's the new name? The Devin Annabelle and Devin AB Talk 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 Podcast. It's, we we need. Uh, I, I need to be able to Google that. We added that a, again. We added a new individual to okay. it, so now it's Dat Podcast. D A N T Dat Podcast. You okay. gotta listen to it's Dat Podcast. Dat. I'm gonna listen to Dat Podcast today. It's a Dat Podcast that I really like. But it's still li- it's still listed under the Devin it's, Dad Podcast. So it's Devin, Annabelle, and Tot. And Tot. And taught. Who's taught? That's another one of our uh, one of our children. So okay. Awesome right. You've seen her at church. Haven't oh, you? oh yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yes. Okay. But, so now Devin's famous around here for a lot of different things. Yes, he is, and, and many of them are good. And and then there is really one of the uh, the the epic moments. Yeah, it's in, iconic in uh, a life to five. And I didn't hear it the first time. You oh, just I you, experienced. Yeah, it. Yeah. You you brought Devin in for back in your wingman days. Yes. You yeah, brought Devin as yeah. a, as a wingman. And I believe you were talking with uh, uh, Lawrence. Yes. And Lawrence, uh, something with this day in history. And Devin, you know, his mind's always going. Yes. And he thinks a lot like I do. I just tend to think in 1980s and 1990s mm-hmm. commercial and yes. infomercials. Yep. Yep. Devin thinks in terms of audiobooks. And so I think Lawrence, you introduced Lawrence as the, this is the high school principal. And, Lauren, and, uh, and Devin over here said, I'm... The king of the cannibals. Yes. And it, it, Devin, when you said that, you tilted your head back, looked up at the sky with a huge smile on your face, and you said, I'm the king of the cannibals. Just out of the blue. No one asked you any question. You just said it like, like everyone just needed to know that. And we started laughing so hard. It was, it was so funny. I wouldn't do that in every situation. Yeah. But, you know, for this show at that time, it was perfect. And, and we had just fi- – what, what story had we just finished listening to, Devin? 
Pippi Longstocking? Yes. Oh, so that's, yes. that's a Pippi Longstocking when she just said, I'm the king of the cannibals. Yep. And, uh, yep. The book is over. <laughs> we, we, and we listened to it many times. So, that's Jared, awesome. we just wanted to come on and tell you how grateful we are for the uh, experiences that you've allowed us to have. I mean, when you said at the beginning of this segment, the number of times that I've heard you say, we got all, we're back for a little bit more of Live Till Five, and I must say, that I'm a little little heartbroken that yeah. when you said that this time, you actually meant it. We yep. are back for a little bit more of Live Till Five. Yep. However, you and this show and Chris Harper and Sebastian and all those that have been part of it for long, you're stuck on the Internet. That's so, true. So Live Till Five Good is, or bad, is, it's there. Yeah, it's Me it's and the King away. of the Cannibals are, are going to be out there forever. So we are very thankful for the ministry that you've had in our lives. Uh, the uh, way that Live Till Five uh, has been very dependable on being, we've listened to it many times on Saturday. Um, I've heard it on Sunday night. Uh, I tend to catch the same segments on Saturday <laughs> yeah, and Sunday night. Yeah, isn't that night. funny? Yep. Uh, that's, how, that's how we roll with it, but we are, are very grateful for the ministry of uh, really, as, as a dad uh, with with my, my children, the way that uh, KHMG has been a part of our lives, uh, been a part of our radio, um, it is embedded into our vehicles and the upholstery, uh, <laughs> picking up the sound waves all the time. So we're just very grateful and uh, excited for where God is going to take this next time. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Josh. And thank you, Devin. I appreciate you guys, all your support. I know uh, Devin even asked me sometimes on Sunday nights at church about something that I said on the radio, and so it's really been a lot of fun. You guys are the reason we did this show, because we knew that we had people out there that enjoyed it and were entertained by it. And So thank you. Thank you for the kind words, and thanks for coming by. Devin, can you just say it one more time, just nice and loud? I am the king of the cannibals. That's perfect. All right. Thanks. You guys have a great weekend. Listeners, we're going to take a short break, and then we truly will be back for just a little more Live Till 5. It is 4.49 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, Friday, April 12th. If you're listening to live broadcast, catch us on the rebound. Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. When we rebroadcast the show in its entirety, you can also download the podcast from khmg.org. More Live Till 5 after this short break. Walk with me, walk with me, Lord, God, walk with me, while I'm on this old tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. And we're back with a little more live till 5. It's 4.54 p.m. here on this Friday afternoon, April 20th, episode 310 of Live Till 5. Glad to have you with us today. It's really been a blessing to have you listening and participating. We've really enjoyed having everyone here with us today. And uh, what a blessing. So many kind words and all our friends and family being able to be up here to celebrate with us. 310 episodes, honestly, we didn't think we would go three episodes or 31 episodes. So to go 310 episodes was a surprise, a blessing. And as I said earlier, I I can truly say that every episode has been fun. Now, live radio, and, and some people uh, might not be able to relate to this, but... 
live radio is an interesting uh, medium of communication because this is what I've experienced. Some days I get to prepare. I get to take time and pull segments together and do research and kind of plan out the show and have all my uh you know, material just kind of ready to go. Sometimes people help me prepare, like TB would help, or I, back in the day I had uh, Jay Babin helping me, different people giving me materials. But, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. My main job would keep me from being able to put in the time I would, I would ideally want to have. So that's one complication that comes from doing live radio. Another one is doing live radio is not so much about how I feel or how I'm doing. It's really about helping the listener that day. So it didn't matter if it was a terrible day, if I just came out of a a stressful meeting, or if I'm feeling like I'm coming down with strep throat, or if something sad was just told to me before I walked in, or I get a text in the middle of the show that there's a problem someone's struggling or something like that, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling or how I'm doing because you as the listener, you don't need to carry that burden. And so there's something like a little switch that has to go off in my heart and mind for two hours where I can just focus on being a blessing to you, the listener. And then after the show, then the switch goes back on and, and I'm able to kind of deal with everything else that's happening in the world. But for those two hours, no matter what's going on, uh, I have to focus on the show. And as, as people have said, oh boy, it's so sad, the show's ending and things. I, we were able to do everything we wanted to do on this show and so much more. We interviewed local leaders. We talked about current events. We entertained people. We did theological discussions. We were able to talk about important things. We, we were able to bring a number of people up here and give them a chance to tell their story. I mean, we have had so many opportunities, been so much fun. Uh, and the six years went by very fast. But uh, I just want to say that I have enjoyed this time thoroughly. We decided to kind of wrap up the show now because we are, Tammy and I are moving back to the States this summer. And I didn't want to go right till the bitter end and, and kind of run out of steam or to become a, a, a hard emotional kind of final thing. So I wanted to end the show um, as we got close, close to the time of uh, us still having some great material, but it not being too busy around Harvest where people couldn't enjoy and participate in this final Uh, goodbye. So I just want to kind of end with a little bit of a poem that I wrote for you. Here you go. To all my good friends that have enjoyed this show, I've enjoyed our time more than you'll ever know. Hoping you take from here stories that you can tell. But for now, I choose not to say goodbye, but instead, fare thee well. And I've really enjoyed it, and I hope you have too. And this is my final sign-off. You're listening to Live Till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Signing off of Episode 310, the grand finale of Live Till 5. Happy trails.